Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. So I am quite delighted to be here today and being able to do this podcast from my place because it's been a little intense lately. And uh, yeah, there was a fire and I'm happy to say that it didn't reach us, but it was awfully close. And that happened like almost two weeks ago, and this morning, or yesterday, it started to rain finally, and we even got snow, and normally snow in May would make me snarl and think, no, we don't want this, but right now, I'm delighted, more than delighted to see it, because the fire was still classified as out of control, and there was flare-ups, and it's been frightening, terrifying, it's been a little a little much and so yay that it snowed so happy so very happy i'll have to go check all my animals thoroughly but i'm sure we're all kind of happy so it's been interesting because of course i'm always intrigued by the energy parts of everything that happens and all of our experiences because you know i preach self-awareness even if i Noticed I can't spell it today on my tags for the show. I'll fix that later. It's been interesting in ways that I never expected. And I'm going to say, you know what, working on self-awareness and your journey of personal development works. I'm proof. So... The fire started on a Thursday. Monday and Tuesday, I was just feeling overwhelmed with everything and a little scattered, and I really wanted to clear my schedule for the next week. Like that week, it was fine. I had a lovely client booked, and that felt good, and another client booked, and that felt good, but then it felt like I needed to clear everything else for a while, and my mom was making... um, some doctor's appointments, and I'm like, I, I think that that isn't going to work for me. I don't know why. And I, we were having conversations, and I totally misunderstood stuff. It was weird. It was weird. It was weird in that I was really energetically getting the messages to make sure my week, the week after that was clear, that I didn't have anywhere to go or that there was no appointment. It was, like, bizarre. I'm like, okay. And, you know, being the strong empath that I am, I didn't know if it was me picking up on my client's energy, but I've also learned to roll with it. Just, you know, follow it because it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. You're feeling it, 
And when you can do something proactive and, like, clear my schedule the next week, it, it makes you, your energy feel better. Like, you, you feel like you solved something, if that makes sense. And so when I did speak with my clients, like, some of it was theirs, absolutely. And um, we had amazing sessions. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe, maybe that's all it was. Because sometimes I get so caught up in the energies of it that I don't know what's mine and what's somebody else's. And also when it's in my community, in my world, right, as empaths, you all know what I'm talking about. It's really hard to sort through. And so, you know, we did the session, and I was doing, going to do an energy clearing and everything, and it was all really lovely, and that's because she's such a delight. But then... But then, Thursday morning, like, and, I, and there was just, okay, so how do I put this into words? I wish I could explain energies better. So I had an appointment in Edmonton on Thursday, and my husband had a different appointment, and we decided that we needed to go to Costco, and so we kind of arranged everything, and I and I was had another appointment. And I had to like switch it. It just felt like I had to switch everything around in order to make sure that my husband and I could go to the city together and do the one appointment, and then do the Costco shopping. And once we arranged that, like on Tuesday, we figured all that out. It felt settled, and I'm like, okay. Before that, it was, like, jumpy, edgy, and it felt like I had to solve a puzzle or fix a problem. And once we arranged all those pieces, it felt better. It felt settled. And I'm like, okay, well, for whatever reason, that's how this has to be. I'm like, okay, got it. Like, I'll feel edgy and uncertain, and I will get nudged until... I do something, and my mom changed her appointment that was the next week, and then I felt good about that, and I felt okay. Okay, we'll see. So then we're coming back from Edmonton after doing our big Costco trip, and we're driving, and we look over, and there's big, big, thick smoke plumes, but there's also, like, a big business right there, and my husband thought that's what it was, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. And so I'm, we're all calm and we're driving. We check where our kids are because they were playing basketball, enjoying outside a little bit before school lockdown happened because there was those pieces, right? We had to figure all that out. So then we get closer to home and the smoke gets thicker and I'm like, yeah, that's not the business. That's a wildfire or a fire, and so we get home, and we call the kids, and they didn't, they couldn't see anything from where they were, and we said, you know what, I think we're, we might be in trouble, you need to come home, so they did, and we were watching it, and it kept getting thicker and bigger, and the thing is, we're at the top of a hill, and it was in the valley, and so if we can see it, it's bigger than we know. So we packed. I had the kids gather everything they felt was important, and we put it all into our vehicles. Um, We had some unfortunate 
things in our community involving a fire and people not making it. And so I had one child that was pretty stressed about it all. And so we called a friend, and they stopped by and took him and one of our vehicles to my mom's and the cats. Oh, one cat. The other two stayed with me for a while. And once he was safe and out of the way, we could focus on the rest of it. Thank you to my friends. And as we watched it get closer and, you know, talking with neighbors because it's not easy, right? And, unfortunately, my truck that hauls my stock trailer that we would have used to get the horses out was in the repair shop. So we were we were panicking. So we started phoning, looking for a truck that we could hook to our trailer or someone with a stock trailer, horse trailer, to get our horses out. That was the first order of business. And we weren't having much luck. <laughs> the people that we knew that could weren't answering their phone. They were busy. And then somebody else phoned us and offered, and we're like, oh, my gosh, so thankful. So they came and took our horses to a safe place, and I have to admit I cried when they drove away. And then I had to shake it off because we still had things to do, right? I still had livestock, and we just didn't know. We had to come up with plan A, B, and C because we just didn't know. Now, yes, I'm psychic, and yes, people have said, well, didn't you know? And I'm like, no. Here's the thing. I don't see tragedy because I can't handle it. I don't want to see tragedy. I energetically can't handle that. So I've, that's, if I was ever able to or know that, I shut it down. Or maybe I've never been able to. I don't know, but I'm, I'm very much fine with that. I've had a, more than one friend freak out when something happened to them. They're like, you're psychic. You should have known. I'm like, that's not how it works for me. It just doesn't. And I don't want it to, ever, because it's hard enough dealing with the aftermath because I can feel what people are feeling, and I have to block it and shut it off lots of times. And so we just stayed grounded, and we we just came up with plans for the cows, and then the, we knew other neighbors were evacuating, and the police came and told us to get out. And so my husband stayed because he needed to cut fences for the cows. We had a plan, and he was working with the neighbors to keep all our animals safe, right, because they have a big herd across the road. And so they spent the whole night monitoring and watching and deciding. And meanwhile, none of us slept, of course, either, and we were in constant texting and phoning and a whole group of us neighbors because we didn't, like, we're trying to support each other and keep safe, but yikes. And then I won't go into all the details of the craziness that happened because it'll take a long time to process. Um, the, we, the fire marshal said we had to get out with our cows, and so I had to race home at 4.30 in the morning to bring our cows in, and they were lovely ladies. They listened to me energetically. I gathered them all up, and it's amazing that they all came. And we got them sorted, and big trucks came and took them to safety because the county said 
this is what's happening, it's coming. And luckily, it didn't. So before that, I'm in the middle of the night texting with all my neighbors, trying to, like, support each other. And, of course, I asked for help from all my magic friends. And they were sending me energy and prayers and all of that. And so I took all of the energy that was being sent to us, and I built a wall, and everybody that built a wall with me, you know who you are, and I pushed it as far as I could energetically, but I needed it, it had to be at someone's, someone's place that I knew well that I could energetically anchor to, because, so I can't cold read, that's not my gift, I need a starting place, I need an energy kind of permission, if you will, and so... I could anchor it at my neighbor's place. And as I was doing it, there was like some bumps there, like it wouldn't maybe quite work, like it was some resistance, and later I found out some stuff that happened. But that's where I held the wall. And then in the middle of the night, when all of us were, you know, awake, of course, I asked, I put it out on my Facebook page, to everybody that's awake, please send us energies and help us slow the fire down so that the water bombers and the helicopters can get to it and it worked so we slowed the fire down and I didn't know this of course because I was 4.30 in the morning bringing my cows in and loading them on liners and watching the truckers because over when you look to the south where the fire was you could see the smoke and it kept getting kind of closer and closer and they were nervous as you are anyways after they drove away and someone came and got our stock trailer so that we'd at least have that later in case we lost everything because according to all the powers that be, we were. We were all done and um, drove away not knowing, not knowing how this was all going to turn out because, you know, we couldn't go look. We couldn't, like, even going to the top of the hill to look down into the valley it was just haze you couldn't see and so yeah it was weird and scary and you kind of got to a place where you're like well we'll just deal with it as you all know if you've been listening I work on like like self-awareness and you know feel what you're feeling and process it and try to stay grounded so that you can make those decisions even when it's really, really hard. And we did. And so on Friday, we were all evacuated, and we all kind of went different places as my family. And luckily, by Saturday morning, they had it under control. They actually had it more under control later Friday, which we were so delighted. And the neighbor across the road couldn't evacuate his cows because they were calving and it was just too much he was and he had a backup plan to save us all our places if he he could and we left it as he would text us if it was doomed just to let us know and if we didn't hear from him it was all good and we didn't and we were happy but yeah and it did get stopped just at my neighbor's place they lost some outbuildings but luckily they didn't lose their homes and they still have to deal with all that craziness about it. But it was insane. And it was the water bomber and a helicopter. So we have a little lake in my area that's kind of a secret because you can't get to it publicly. 
It's called Moon Lake. How lovely, right? And there was a helicopter that scooped water out of there because the neighbors across from where it happened, like across the section to the west, watched it. And the whole area was evacuated because they thought we were all gone. All our places were gone. And in the craziness of this fire, it went around houses. It twisted. It turned. It jumped roads. It jumped complete fields because we had really strong winds, part of it. And part of it, this fire was just, it just had an energy of its own, and it was doing what it was doing. Two homes were lost and numerous outbuildings, which really is sad, but also kind of shocking that there wasn't more. It was crazy. So I want you to know that when you're going through something and you need to energetically, like, put energy out there to protect, it worked when everybody sent me their energy and I used that and pushed it out. And I do always believe you need an anchoring when you're doing energy work. You need something or some way to anchor your energy so that you're solid and then you can push your energy out. But without the anchoring, it's, um, it feels like it falters. It doesn't feel as firm, if that makes sense. And it worked. It did. We, the, fl- the fire slowed down enough because one place that, like, you don't find out any of these details till later, right? And one of the places that burnt up, it's not that far from me. And they said the firemen, the, so the county, anyway, so our cows were evacuated. And when we went to pick them up, the county people were telling us some of the details, right? They, they thought we were all done. And, and she was telling us that the firemen were at the place that burnt up that's not far from me. The other place that burnt up is right at the start of the fire where it was almost impossible to, to get there in time. But she said the firemen were there, and the fire was nowhere near, and then it jumped and ended up. Like, there, it just happened that fast. And so for everybody that helped send energy and support us, you had a piece in slowing it down so that the helicopter and the water bomber could put it out because it was on a, on a path. And the where, where it was going, it was down a valley, it would have probably come up the hill. I don't know that it would have got us, but it depends how wide it was. I'm not sure that part. But then it was headed down the valley, and it probably would have jumped the next river because of the way the trees and stuff go, because it was jumping tree through, like jumping from tree to tree. It was weird. And even a neighbor that was nowhere near the fire, they ended up with embers at their house, and their smoke alarms going off at 3 in the morning. It was just, it jumped that far because the winds were so strong. And we don't, this isn't, this is not southern Alberta where they get the, we don't usually get the big winds, but we do. We did that. It was, it was just really, really incredible and shocking. And afterwards, you know, when you ground your energy and you have to process it all, it was hard. I was actually sobbing in my cow pasture, but my cows didn't care. They were home by then, and they were, like, mad that they had to go someplace else. And But my horses cared. Yep, they, they came and snuggled, so that was nice. But it's weird in a 
it's amazing how strong we all are when we're in a situation of crisis. Make sure you always ground your energy. Just be aware of that. Ground your energy, ground your energy, and then use your magic to do what you need to do. But make sure you stay grounded. It was crazy. Even like last Saturday, there was flames that we could see. My kids went to go to town to do some errands and get some stuff for school snacks and stuff. They had to turn around and come back because we didn't know. So we're very happy that it rained and snowed, very happy. I'm sure the firefighters are delighted, too. It's been almost two weeks of intense, lots of helicopters. You don't know, should you be happy there's helicopters checking on everything, or is it time to be scared because the helicopter's probably scooping water out of Moon Lake and dumping it on a fire near you because you just don't know. Everything has its own energy. It was, it still is crazy. I think last night's the first night that any of us got slept through the night in our whole neighborhood because it was raining all day yesterday. And so I've been looking for signs, and I got a beautiful rainbow two nights ago. I should share it on my Psychic Cowgirl page. It was quite amazing. And so I find that I'm looking for signs and ways to keep my peace of mind, to know that, because even, like, worst-case scenario, we lost it all. You still have to figure out how to move forward, even in crisis. Although I will say this, at one point my husband wanted to talk about it, and I'm like, nope. We were taking our bottle baby calf to a neighbor's house. to. Then they ended up keeping her because they thought she was delightful, which she is. And I said, I'm not ready. We can't do that. I'm still energetically trying to just protect all of us in my neighborhood. I am. I can't, and I don't want to. I said, if it happens, then we'll deal with it. But right now, I don't have the bandwidth, and I'm not interested in having this conversation. He's like, okay. So, yeah, it's been intense. Very intense. And as always, I'm going to take everything that happened and learned and share it with all of you so that if you end up having to deal with stuff, you get some tools and tips. And so, you know, lots of times when we get these energy messages, we don't know what they mean until hindsight. But that's very powerful because this is all about experiences. In hindsight, I look back and I'm like, oh, no wonder I had to clear my schedule because I need to stay home for, which I have no problem with, of course, but I need to make sure I'm home because if there was a flare-up, I wouldn't be comfortable with my kids home alone. Like, that's just not how it, I just wouldn't, wasn't. But I didn't know until you do, right? And so I want you to pay attention. And if if you can, write down, like, feelings. Write down, I'm not, it's less about the emotions. It's about those niggling nudges that just, you can't, like, become a little bit obsessive. And you just can't shake them. Those are the ones you want to follow or, you know, figure out later what they mean. So if it happens again, you're like, okay, okay, got it. And we all know this, but it's also never a straight line, right? Things can change in an instant. What actually saved us was the wind also shifted 
because it was from the southwest the whole time, headed straight for us with the fire, and then it shifted to the west, and it shifted just enough that the helicopter and the water bomber could do their magic. And then because it's very forest here and there's peat moss, bogs, swamps, whatever you want to call them, and the fire is never out, and I don't even know how much rain and snow is going to... I'm sure it'll help it significantly, but we might still be dealing with it for quite some time because it gets in there and it's hard to get out because they can't... They have to use, like, like carved trails with cats and use heavy equipment, but only some places because they can't get to other places. So thank goodness for helicopters and water bombers. But then, you know, we're also in a time where money matters right? And they are costly. And so all these things and all these pieces and all these craziness, but you can't or you have, you can't, that's the wrong word because when you're in this, there's no, you're not always logical or able to be calm enough, but you have to try not to let it all overwhelm you and ground your energy and do what you need to do in that moment. And, of course, stay as safe as you can. That was terrifying. I would not wish this on anybody. <sighs> and then I had to energy clear all of us, of course. And then, you know what almost did me in? My little Highland got her horn caught and almost drowned herself in the drinker after. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? But I was shoved out the door to go check the horses, and then another head of my son's was on the wrong side of the fence and so I went over there was headed over there and I heard her mooing looking at me I'm like are you kidding me I had to run and get my husband in a crowbar so then I energy cleared our whole place yeah that almost did me in I may have sat in the pasture and cried for a bit I just it's a lot um, you also have to make sure that you feel your everything and find a way to let it out don't tap it down and say, oh, no big deal, because it is a big deal. When, No matter what kind of trauma or crisis you're going through, it's a big deal for you. And even if people try to minimize it, you feel what you're feeling and figure out how to work through it. But you have to feel it. Because if you don't, it will flare up in a different way. You know, you might be trying to plan a graduation and have all the parents start fighting because they're feeling frustrations about other things and this is a good place that they can vent to. And it just gets ugly. So feel what you're feeling. Acknowledge it. Don't minimize it. Don't deny it. Feel it. Feel it in every part of your being and find a way to let it go. to let it go, to process, and make sure you take that time to process. Because if you don't, it's still there. And it will flare up, kind of like these fire hot spots. It'll flare up and cause havoc in ways that you'd rather it didn't, but if you don't deal with it, it's still there, right? 
even if you ignore it. So, yeah, I will be processing this for quite some time, and uh, it's going to help with my thesis on emotional resiliency, though, so okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Trying to keep our sense of humor a bit about it, too. I do have more stories I'll share, a different show, some good ones, some cute ones. But, yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Reach out to your community when you're going through stuff, too. Ask for help. I don't always find it easy to ask for help, and I had to have some boundaries on other people that wanted my help, but I, I, was, I couldn't. That, no. No. And feel what you're feeling and process it. Because, yeah, now when I reflect back on how I was feeling before that and having to clear that whole week, it's interesting. Mind you, I probably would have a totally different story for you. Actually, I wouldn't even be here if things had not gone the way they did, right? So I'm also profoundly grateful to everything that came together to stop that fire. And I'll be supporting the people that did lose things, of course. So much craziness. Okay, so let's do our guided imagery. This one is lovely, and it's about helping you tap into peace of mind, restoring your peace of mind, even if it's for 20 minutes. Because when you can have that calm, clarity, grounded energy, you can figure things out. It's just how it works. All right, nice breath in, and here we go. Coming to settle and be at ease. Let's take three big, deep breaths. Three big, deep breaths. Breathing in calm. Breathing out chaos. On one of those breaths, allowing your eyes to close in their own timing. Let's begin to visualize or imagine a wave of comfort starting at the tips of your toes and moving all the way up to the top of your head and back down again to the tips of your toes. This nice wave of comfort from the tips of your toes all the way up to the top of your head and back down again to the tips of your toes. Breathing in, this wave of comfort again moves from the tips of your toes all the way up to the top of your head. And on your exhale, it moves all the way back down again to the tips of your toes. Each time, this wave of comfort moves up the body and back down again. The vibration from the wave becomes stronger and stronger, sending deeper and deeper comfort. And again, breathing in from the tips of your toes all the way up to the top of your head and back down again on the exhale, moving even deeper and deeper into comfort.
allow this wave of comfort to cycle around for a few more moments until a feeling of being completely at ease. Just indicate when feeling deeply and deeply in comfort. Just know, just feel. Letting the waves wash over you. And now, this wave of comfort continues to work positively and comfortably as we count backwards from five to zero in just a moment. And when we do, there's a becoming even more comfortable at zero. And now at five, four, three, two, one, zero. Deep, deep, deep comfort. Deeply, deeply comforted. As your imagination door opens, images are going to come forward. Nothing better than to settle in this place, the quiet, the calm, the security of the place, that special place, your comfortable place, that place that you feel safest, that place that you feel the most connected and grounded. Be there. Feel it. See it. Hear it. Know it. You're there. Now, we're going to focus within, which is going to lead to more comfort. Your senses becoming heightened now and more settling even greater comfort happens. Being in that place, feeling so comfortable. Nice. As you settle in your special place, to know how being in this place at right now, at this time, is allowing you to just move past all that has happened. And now here in this peaceful quiet, it is all behind. Everything that's happened up to this point just going to let it go and move forward with a fresh perspective and a fresh peace and the calm to navigate your world. You have nothing to do right now, nothing to figure out, just breathing alone, secure, and in your special place where comfort and peacefulness are alive.
comfort and peaceful quiet all around and all through. Timing is everything, and this time, right now, is all about regrouping, renewing, comforting, and restoring. Nothing to do, nothing to figure out, just breathing now, secure and peaceful. In a moment, if it seems right, beginning to allow a sense of your wise guide to be here as well. It's all about restoring and perhaps maybe the kindness and compassion and unconditional love of your wise guide could possibly be helpful. Sometimes it's just better not talking about anything. Just having a kind and helpful presence nearby in case. Possibly it can be comforting. And drifting even deeper now with the comfort and security of the place. All around and all through. Restoring, healing, mending, repairing, and rejuvenating. Feels so good. Be in this energy, be in this calm, take these moments to restore your peace of mind so you can continue to navigate your life, letting the calm and the comfort and the quiet be all that they can be, nothing to do. Nothing to figure out. Just simple and easy. Just breathing. And in this quiet time, letting the comfort and calm settle even more deeply within. We're going to count from 20 down to zero, knowing that each count simply reinforces this peaceful healing time. Deeper and deeper now. 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, feeling relaxed, 13, feeling completely at ease, 12, 11, 10, Feeling peace in every cell of your being. 
your energy systems are feeling peaceful. Seven, six, deep in your heart peace. Five, four, three, two, one, and zero. And whatever may feel complete at this time, still just allowing the quiet, the calm, and knowing that whatever may need more time can happen and is happening simply by coming to this place, this energy place, for deeper restoring of your soul, remembering that time is not toxic, time is present and here, on the side of this being now. Continuing to restore, tuning into that peace, further releasing of what is no longer needed or wanted. Further releasing will happen in early morning venting dreams, just letting go of the clutter, freeing your mind from the unnecessary. Take a few more moments to reap the benefits of this journey. I'm going to give you about two minutes to just replenish and relax in comfort and security.
And now, if for a moment, just check in with your wise guide for the one most important thing that wise wants to communicate. Feel what you feel. Know what you know. See what you see. Hear what you hear. You got this. And now, as you feel all the love and peace from your wise guide, it's time to complete this journey. As you say goodbye, knowing it's not really a goodbye because your wise guide's always there when you need them. You're feeling this experience and the fulfillment in all its totality and unity, bringing back the calm, comfortable peacefulness now, feeling it in every cell of your body, every energy system, feeling peace, feeling calm, feeling clarity to move forward in your life. And with that important message from your wise guide, I'm going to reinforce all the energies of this experience at zero, And then at one, with a deep cleansing breath in and release. We begin to come up and out now. And at two, three, four, five, eyes open, wide awake. Eyes open, wide awake. Say your first name out loud. How did that feel? I thoroughly enjoyed it even though I have to stop myself from going in completely. It still works. Well, I'm going to sign off for now and go do my cow check and pet anybody that will let me pet them. (laughs) They're still cows. They still don't want me to. So I'm sending you all a hug. And again, thank you, everyone that said blessings and prayers and good juju for us and our crazy the last couple of weeks know that you are deeply appreciated and sending you all love bye bye you have been listening to psychic cowgirl radio with shannon lackman practical insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey to connect with shannon directly visit psychiccowgirl.com That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L dot com.